Good afternoon, everyone, and a warm welcome to our latest and very special episode of QuickBooks Labs. QuickBooks Labs, a fortnightly vlogcast designed to be the place to learn all about the world of QuickBooks and other accounting software. I'm one of your hosts, Simon Patrick, a chartered accountant, owner of an accounting firm called Boffix, a QuickBooks certified trainer, and we now have fancy new logos to go with it, and the QuickBooks chat on YouTube. And join me is my co-host, the one and only Ash. Hi, Ash. How's it going? Excellent, thanks, Aaron. Yeah, my name is Ash Peterson, uh, also QuickBooks trainer. Uh, also have one of those fancy logos as well. <laughs> very, very pleased to get one. Um, uh, one half of the uh, uh, of the uh, sort of two people that set up NetTracker, uh, helping businesses track their fixed assets, making those uh, much easier than they were before. Brilliant, brilliant. So let's figure out exactly how this works then. Um, so first of all, you are live and and we, or shall I say, we are live and the time is 4 p.m. UK time. So that's the normal time that we go live. Today is a Thursday. Normally we do a Tuesday and that comes at 10 a.m. US Central time. So if you listen to this back at later time, then why not think about joining us live where you get the opportunity to ask questions. So everyone in the a question or everyone who's live at this moment has that opportunity to ask questions as we go along now we're going to take all those questions at the end and we've got a fun fact or fun um schedule packed for you furthermore we're now live on podcasting services around the globe so feel free to subscribe on the podcasting service of choice ash have you got the agenda for today's show so, Aaron, I think we're going to take a look at the latest winter release uh, in QuickBooks Online. So that will be uh, UK. And then we're going to have a look back at, you know, what's, you know, what we've had new over the sort of about last sort of six to 12 months. New, uh, new releases and we'll uh, just have a quick sort of refresh on some of those and see which we like uh, more than others, maybe. And I'll have my couple of little tips Um you know, sort of my tip of the week. I might be able to squeeze in two. I've got one at the moment. I might get another one off the back of my head. Uh, and then if any questions come through, uh, we'll ask those questions. Uh, I don't really do any net tracker advertising as such. I'm pushing it too far. Um, but uh, if we have a chance, then I'll talk, talk about some latest releases that we have uh, within that software as well. So I'll push it back over to you then, Aaron. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like we should do. And also, I think a bit of a Christmas special if we might get two in as well. I mean, that's just really treating the treating the audience to a, to a special then. All right, then. So we have been announced the winter product release. So if you remember, within QuickBooks, we have been getting regular product releases. So funnily enough, they're, they're um, what was it, spring, summer, and autumn. And now we have our winter product relief for 2020. Now, within that winter product relief, I'm going to put it up on screen, uh, we've been uh, the following announced. Now, we're going to be completely honest here. This is a much smaller product release than we've had throughout the year. Um, and we're going to look back at what we've had in the year to remind us and understand exactly what 2020 has been like. But for now, let's concentrate on what is around the corner. Now, when it comes to the products here, it is a little bit less and a little bit freeing uh, uh, compared to the other particular periods that we've had. But you can kind of let QuickBooks off on that one. They have brought some really great initiatives in this year. Again, we'll have a look in a moment. So what have we got to look forward to in the winter product release? Well, they're bringing back or they're pushing forward even more 
this whole self-assessment um, area. So if you remember back in the last product release, and we've also covered it on this podcast as well, is the ability that you can now look at your self-assessment while in the product. So this is while in QuickBooks Online. Previously to that, the only way for you to do any form of self-assessment in terms of estimation or submission was actually being able to put it through on the QuickBooks self-employed piece of software. But now they've brought this to the main version of QuickBooks Online, and it gives us an opportunity to not only, and I think the most important thing, but to estimate your QuickBook, your self-assessment going forward, but also they're going to give you the opportunity to file your tax return as well. And that's a really powerful thing, and that could be something that a lot of people are going to use. They have also updated it over the last couple of weeks, where they've made that experience a little bit more useful for you as a user. So previously, it was pretty much just looking at the next tax year, or sorry, the current tax year, and it was looking at that as an estimate. They've made it now that you're able to look backwards a year and be able to see that as an estimate as well. So the one that's due 31st of January, which is the 1920 tax year, you can actually now generate within this particular area of QuickBooks, and it gives you an opportunity to have a look and see what that's going to be. That's really powerful. We want we want that, and I think that's going to be something that's going to be useful for clients going forward. Uh, Ash, have you had a play around with the yeah. self-assessment side yet? I know last time you hadn't, but I'm just wondering if you've had a chance to have a look at it. I haven't had no. a, a, a good chance to play around with that um, yet, but that sounds uh, you know, really good being able to look for, uh, look back as well as forward. One thing I was going to ask there is that when we spoke about using self-assessment before, you know, it was all about the data you know, that was coming through in QuickBooks. Is there an ability um, to put in any additional stuff? You know, so if someone has actually been working you know, through PAYE, through another business, um, are they able to put that information on uh, within that QuickBooks you know, tax return so they can get the total sort of return figure in there? Yeah, it's still lacking in the QuickBooks Online one. And it's a shame because it, that, that feature is available in the QuickBooks Self-Employed. So kind of my my when, when I was giving kind of feedback on it, one of the things I said that we understand it was never going to, or no product's ever going to come out with everything that's ever needed on it. It's always going to be built on time. But I think their minimum should really be parity with existing software, especially your own existing software. So the fact that QuickBooks Self-Employed has that functionality, your expectation is that QuickBooks Self-Employed can do one thing. Why can't QuickBooks Online do the other? So, yeah, unfortunately, we don't have that functionality. Now, for estimates, we as a firm, we've been being a bit you know, savvy about it and we've been posting basically a an extra charge within the PL that takes away your, your better basic allowance and putting that putting that in as like a, a journal entry, if you like, that will reverse if we ever need to actually file anything or anything. But it is, you know, that's that's not ideal and that's not what I'd expect many people to do. So yeah, there's obviously workarounds, but at this moment in time it's still lacking those features, which is a shame. Yeah, that's a good idea with the sort of little uh, reverse and journal adjustment. So it's not going to bring through sort of dividends or anything like that either, then I'm guessing. So it's purely, no. it's purely really just a, it's almost, it's just a self-employed tax, basically. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And that, and I think that point there about dividends and stuff, that's that really will be hopefully the next stage because that's when I think this will become really useful for people. Most people take the advice of the accountant and, you know, and they're a limited company and that's their, their sole trait, you know, the sole form of income is that limited company. So 
somehow being able to interact with dividends, I think that would be really, really useful. But at the moment, it doesn't do that. Cool. Brilliant. Okay, so that is the self-assessment. Now, the reason they've put it on here is about, like I said, that enhancement to it. So they're just really reminding you and telling you enhancements are coming. Next one is payments. So one of the things they've brought through on the payment side of thing is they've made this payment or sales overview section. It's what they're talking about on this right-hand side over here. So they're giving us an opportunity when you first log into QuickBooks or every time you log into QuickBooks, you'll notice on your sales side now you'll have what's called an overview tab. And within that overview tab, it will give you the opportunity to have a look and see what's going on with your sales. And I think that's quite a nice little um, uh, comfort of life sort of, sort of update there. And um, that's going to give us an opportunity to be able to make sure that clients are, first of all, aware of all the options of receiving payments and be able to set up recurring invoices and all that sort of stuff. And um, so it's more about making sure they know exactly what the capability of the software is. I think something like that's quite useful way of bringing it in so i'm quite quite impressed or, or quite like that idea and i can only assume that's going to be something that's going to start coming up on other ones and then they're pushing again the paypal one um i get a bit confused about this as, as bringing it up as a new product update update and they keep bringing it up you'll see this as this happens on every <laughs> every quarter and um, but effectively they're saying that there is a um there's a, a special offer, if you like, for the direct debit go cardless this time around, um, where we can have an opportunity to save on some fees. So, yeah, it's more of a promotional than a new feature, if I'm completely honest. Yeah, I guess sometimes people, that, um, especially if they're fairly new to QuickBooks, they don't realise all of the things that it can do. And if they're, you know, just getting another way of just reminding people, isn't it? So just don't forget you can use the speech. So I get it, you know, why they might want to put it there. Yeah, and, and it is a brilliant, I mean, our, our our practice runs off that solution. So without it, we would, you know, it saves us countless hours a, a month with it. So I completely get it why 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 they would want to promote it. So um, the next one, payroll. Um, so they're talking about how workforce has gone live. Now, workforce, I'm, I'm not 100% sure because it's not, I'm not be able to play around with it properly. But I think that is just their new name for the employer portal. Um, and the employee portal on the on the advanced version of QuickBooks was brilliant. So the fact that they're bringing that to the normal version of, of the payroll, the, um, the what, what's the actual term for the non-advanced version? Is it just just QuickBooks payroll? Is it just QuickBooks payroll? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and then they've also talked about how they've got a um, update to the portal as well, where you, in the advanced payroll you can now have multiple portals. So you could have portals with different departments and, and being able to put uh, different elements in like that. So I think it's just making it more user-friendly, isn't it, and giving them the opportunity to jump in. Um, and now one of the things they've also promoting is the ability to quickly migrate from Sage Payroll to QuickBooks Payroll. So that could be useful if you're looking to, to move over, um, especially when the fact that we're coming towards, or fastly coming towards the beginning of a new tax year. So, I mean, any any thoughts on that one, Ash? It's a bit of a bit of a. a well, uh, one at the end there, there um, you know, people that I think considering switching uh, their payroll because before, unless you were using, you know, PaySuite, the old version um, of QuickBooks payroll, um, that migrated very easily. Well, I found that it did when I converted mine uh, across. But anyone that was using Sage payroll, for example, that it was you know a lot more work involved. So having that there. Um, is going to save people a lot, a lot of time. 
I need to have a look at the portal uh, for every team. I mean, I think we're going to have some considerably uh, sort of large businesses that do need a different portal for, you know, all of their sort of, uh, you know, teams, departments, if you like. Um, I sort of, you know, I, I, I suppose I get it makes it, it can make it a little bit easier if you've got the marketing department and someone's responsible for all of the wages just for the marketing team and the expenses for the marketing team. And they might want a separate portal. Uh, but I did think that before anyway, depending on how it was, how you'd sort of set it up, uh, you could pretty much, you know, invite someone and they would only be able to see somebody within their team. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm not quite sh- sure on the difference. Uh, it'd be difficult for me to test it uh, without actually, yeah, creating it from, from scratch. I'll, I may have, if I, get, if I get a spare two, hour, two or three hours, I may have a play around with it. <laughs> I mean, the portal's always been that. That was the reason we moved to QuickBooks Payroll. Um, I mean, we we had issues, and mainly that was still with the migration. So the fact that there's now a migration solution makes it even better for people. Um, but we moved pure, purely because of that portal. The idea that we could save time on our HR and not having to worry about people having to um, book timing and, and things like that. So I definitely do see there is a kind of a reason for it, and I do see that there is going to be a a benefit to people um, using that portal. But yeah, it'll be great to see what the actual extra functionality is in there because it is it is a really useful feature, having that idea. And I think the best part that we've ever found of it is when you take on a new employee. So as soon as you've taken on a new employee, you just send them a link basically and they go and fill in all their payroll details for you. Instead of having that old fashioned way of having to send a form, they send the form back, you put that form onto the system, et cetera, et cetera. They just log in and they they just put it all there. So that is definitely for me kind of the the, the way to kind of get big benefit out of a payroll solution. Yeah, absolutely. The next uh, new section is the VAT side of things. And basically what they've done here is they've just made you aware that they're ready for all the changes. So the first one is the PVA, so the Brexit transition. So basically what's happened here that if you are involved in any imports from the EU, um, you may notice or you may have seen lots of emails going around how things are changing. Now, typically the, the change there is all positive. It's all about the fact that from a cash flow point of view, you're going to be better off. But what happens is as long as you c- comply by all the rules and regulations and you fill it, all the forms incorrectly, et cetera, then instead of having to pay the import that on the fact that the, when, the, when the goods are released, so normally you have to pay your import duty to release the goods into the UK, instead of having to pay that import VAT for you to then claim it back or import VAT, shall I say, for you to claim that back on a future um, VAT return, uh, basically you'll be given a statement or you'll have the ability to download a statement which will tell you what import VAT you have suffered and you don't have to pay for it at the time of bringing it through. So that's a great saving there for small businesses or, or any type of business there in terms of they don't have to pay it to claim it back. The complication, though, is that you've still got to have a requirement to put it on your back return. If you don't put it on your back return, you're going to get yourself into trouble in terms of um, the checks and everything else that comes with it. So to help with that, QuickBooks has created these new codes, PVA. Um, it's 20% and 0%. Um, and the idea then is it gives you an opportunity as a, um, as a client to be able to uh, put those codes in. I did a video on this. It's not. It's not super straightforward. Uh, Ash, I'm sure you, you've you've seen this plenty of times. But it's all about that whole having to post a zero rated or a zero via or zero transaction where you're still interacting with VAT. So it's 
that on and then Nova off and all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's not brilliant. It, well, it's not going to be perfectly um, uh, straightforward at the very beginning, but rest assured, it's only a monthly um, statement, and that monthly statement will include all of your um, import duties on there. So once you've got into the habit of doing that first month, it's, it's going to be a case of basically copy and pasting that transaction each and every month to be able to stay compliant on it. So and then the final bit. Oh, sorry, yeah, I have yeah. a quick question uh, on that. So this uh, import um, you know, PVA code that we're using there is yes. this just for the the EU or ex EU what that will be uh, countries or uh, what about the countries that you know people are importing stuff from you know China or Australia? Um, is that still how it's done now, or will this fall yes. under this? PVA as well. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I was confused when I first saw the announcement, but it is, from what I can tell, it is just for the EU countries. So it's that, it's kind of like a, a middle ground, if you like, where you're still not going to lose out as you would have done before, but now there's going to be that ability to um, have that agreement where we don't have to pay it. And I think it's just part of the whole uh, government trying to soften the blow on the transition, transaction, transition to Brexit. Um, so instead of kind of forcing that extra fees onto a business and then they claim it back it's so that they don't have to worry about that is what is what I can tell from the research. But, yeah, at the moment, it's only on the EU um, transactions um, going forward on it. So, But you, you should the, – the good thing about this is the statement that you get – we're not seeing what the statement looks like yet, but the statement you get should just have all the, all the answers on there for us to – then be able to put it to QuickBooks. So it's literally, it's waiting for that statement to come, and then we just got to put that statement onto QuickBooks itself. Cool. Makes sense. So that does make life easier in, in, in that respect. Um, um, and then just a final one is MTD. From April onwards, there won't be any other way of filing a VAT return other than MTD. So at the moment, if you're under the VAT threshold and choosing not to um, convert to MTD, then currently you're able to file the old way, if you like, through, through um, QuickBooks. That will be no more soon. So you'll only have the option to file by MTD. So it's just being aware of that. I know myself, Ash, and I don't know how, how you feel about this. When QuickBooks turn off the ability for us to opt in and opt out of, of MTD, we're going to lose some functionality as accountants, aren't we, and, and business advisors. So I don't know how QuickBooks are going to give us that functionality back. You know, the idea where we could just market market period is filed and, and and jumping in and out and stuff like that so yeah it'll be interesting to see what quickbooks gives us in in, in return if you like uh yes i suppose um yeah when they turn on the vat i suppose um, i guess what we really need is to be able to switch off mtd even though there's no other way of actually filing it to hmrc so if that button's still there then I, we still have the ability of marking a return as filed because you know, just you know, like you said, really, if you set up a, a, a historic business um, coming through from another software, you might need to go through you know half a dozen returns uh, to try to get things to marry up what they had in their old records. Because I've known yeah. I've done that before. Um, you know things don't look right, so I've just started a year back and just started to produce the manual VAT returns to see if they look similar to what they've already filed and hopefully they're not too far apart so we yeah, we still do need to have that function or else it could well just creates extra work otherwise yeah agreed agreed 
But I, I can't imagine why they'd have that button there if MTD is not around. That's my my worry is they just take it away from us and they're like, oh well, you don't need it anymore. No one uses it. But yeah, yeah, I can I see what you're saying. They, yeah, you, you the the clever or the hopefully they just leave it switched on or at least it's on by default, but it gives us opportunity to switch off. Maybe I don't I don't know I don't know how the functionality will work there. But yeah, it'll be an interesting one. Um and. And because I, I use that all the time, that like I'm constantly having to turn it off to then make an adjustment to turn it back on again. It's kind of maybe it's kind of like a a cheat sheet that's just going to be taken away from us, and we've just got to learn to deal with it another way. Maybe but, yeah, <laughs> we'll have to adapt as always. <laughs> um, and then finally, as accountants, um, I'll skip the first one because I'll come back to that one. Um, but they do talk about how. Less stress this January, so they're going to be because we've got our self-assessment uh, module within QuickBooks. January is going to be better than it's ever been before for us. Um, obviously, that's definitely not going to be true this year in 2020 yeah. um, or 2021 by the time it finishes. But yeah, I mean, it, it's great that it's there. It already our clients are using it as a as a way of just estimating next year's. Obviously, for the previous year it was too too little, too late for them. Um, for the 31st of January, we would be looking to do that tax return anytime now, anyway. Um, but it is definitely going to be useful, especially you know, given given how tight money is at the moment. Just having that estimate is brilliant. Um, and then it gives us the opportunity to um, hours of manual. Uh, or which one? Oh yeah, the marketing hub. So they're bringing out a brand new marketing hub in January, uh, middle of January, which I thought timing wise was wonderful. <laughs> Um, but yeah, brand new marketing mob hub, and they they're actually deleting or destroying. Excuse me, they're destroying the old marketing hub. So I don't know if you ever used it, Ash, but it was a a way of being able to send out basically mailers and stuff. It was all branded and everything else. So that's going, it's gone completely, and they're going to be giving us something a bit different in replacement for it. And then the big one, and actually, um, got to have a sneak peek of this and have a look at exactly what it looks like, but. Um, work papers is coming to QuickBooks online for accountants. So it looks really, really good. Um, there's definitely some bits on there that I, I came back kind of straight away going, oh, that's not quite um, how we would do as accountants. But the concept is really good. Um, so, you know, as a, as a first, first look at it, I'm really excited for it. But the idea is that it gives us an opportunity right in the product to be able to add working papers directly there. And it has got some really clever bits where it's going to kind of look at the papers, if you like, um, or, or the the books of books as it is now, and then you can compare them to working papers and so and so forth. So, you know, it's a great little idea. Um, Save you having to use Excel uh, and stuff like that is the idea. So we'll see how it comes. And really, it's just an extension of the month end review, which we already know has been a, a great success. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great idea. I mean, I I think. Oh, cranky. It must have been five or six years ago. Um, you know, I put forward that idea to somebody. <laughs> it's only taken them five years to actually build it. Um, maybe, maybe that's how many ideas they had and they've just got to yours now. But, uh, you know, for, for some time, I've sort of built my own work papers using the management reports. Yeah. And you've probably done the same by, you know, create a custom report and then build it into your management pack. Uh, that has been my workaround to have my own work papers in QuickBooks uh, without needing to use anything else. But yeah, that's yeah. So that I can see that oh, should work quite well. Almost yeah. like a, it's just a report extension, isn't it? Yeah, I mean we don't want to talk about them too much, but Zero already already offer that solution. So it is kind of one of those that it had to have come at some point. Um, let's just hope they take uh, feedback on board on that one because. 
ideally they want it for me the way this will work is if it makes it so i'm getting rid of my excel spreadsheet completely and their first beta of it is well here's an area you can upload your excel spreadsheet and if that's all that's going to be it won't really make any kind of benefit to us so we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens and you know the, for soon as it comes live, we'll definitely be talking about on this show. And if you keep on 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 our both our YouTube channels, I'm sure we'll cover them at some point. Okay, so that's looking forward. Um, but I thought it'd be nice when quickly to look um, backwards. Now we're not we're just going to fly through these because I've got uh, I've got a bit of a, an exercise to do at the end with Ash. Um, but just as a reminder, let's quickly look at what Spring gave us. Well, Spring gave us the introduction of cash flow. So like it or love it, that was when that came through. Um, Spring also gave us the ability for us to do chase payments automatically, which I think everyone forgot about the day it was announced. It was one of those forgotten updates. Um, we had the automation of um, coming through where we had the receipt scanner as well. So we snapped receipts and we were able to upload them into QuickBooks. That was our spring release. And they started to talk about bank transactions in real time as well, which I'm still not finding to be that uh, widely adopted at the moment. I'm, you know, from all my clients, I, I can't. I can't tell to see if I've got many that's actually done that. Certainly on my client uh, or my own uh, businesses, none of them are um, real time yet, which is a shame. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because that will be a good good addition. Um, from a payroll point of view, they started talking about how pensions was integrated in spring, and they talked about managed CIS as well. And then spring was also their big push for CIS and the fact that CIS was having some extra functionality. And then the accountant side of things, it was starting to talk about the bookkeeping review and this measure your efficiency element of here, which never made the light of day, unfortunately, but I'm hoping that comes soon because that was that whole um, looking at it from a, a score point of view. So that was spring. And um, also that they didn't, for some reason, I don't know why they've not released it in this particular here, but also in spring, they released uh, the import journals as well. So the ability for us to import journals and import other parts into QuickBooks. That was a nice little update. Then we move on to the summer release. Um, again, they were talking about cash flow and how cash flow is basically evolving. And um, there was some extra bits on there. It went from just being iOS to web at that point. So there was some extra features that were, were brought into there as well. And they were talking about how that real-time cash flow was more bank were connected with real-time cash flow at that point. But again, still not seeing one that's come through yet. So yeah, we'll, we'll show it's going through. Um, then in in summer as well, um, we had iZettel as well. So iZettel was released in that particular period. So remember iZettel is that little um, EPOS solution when basically it meant from a physical cash point of view and a physical card point of view, gave you a way to integrate with QuickBooks. So you could take payments while on the fly, put them all into your system and they will automatically be updated into QuickBooks for you. So that was a great uh, uh, enhancement in summer. Automation wise, they updated the receipt capture and they integrated bills in there as well. And they gave us the opportunity to email in um, invoices. Payroll, they started talking about how we were getting some extra features in the standard payroll, in the normal payroll. Um, so automatic tax updates and employee portal um, and also new pension automations as well. We already had them in the advance, but it was just they're bringing that functionality to the normal payroll, the standard payroll. Talking more again CIS yet again, and then from the accountant's point of view, streamline month end, and then they started to talk about the reporting and how reporting was going to get that update 
<laughs> the update that came was um, uh, community reports, wasn't it? Which yeah, we'll, uh, uh, yes. we'll discuss <laughs> later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, autumn product release, so final one of the year, uh, other than the winter one we just talked about. We talked about that income tax and how it was just being introduced into the main uh, payroll, uh, main solution. Payroll, exactly what I've talked about again, basically telling you it was all released and all ready to go. They talked about cash flow, but they also talked and introduced tagging as well. And I really like tagging. We spoke about this, this before. Um, great introduction there, a way of getting discoverability into QuickBooks. So you can tag any transaction in QuickBooks and then be able to find it again. Really useful if you want, say, an accountant or your business advisor to review a transaction for you. Just put in the tag, please review, something like that, and they'll be able to easily find it for yourselves. Great. <laughs> and then Autumn one, they told you there's even more connections that are now on the real time. So we're up to 49 now. Again, I've not seen one of them yet, but there are 49 businesses out there um, that do um, real time. There was PayPal special offer. So they were talking about how um, to try and get you on board with the PayPal Pay Now. There was a special on PayPal, PayPal um, £100 off fees. Now it's on to go cardless. And they did announce as well on the QuickBooks Self-Employed, they were going to give you that functionality in there. So that was a, a great one. I know a lot of my clients are quite excited about that. And then finally, in autumn, we had Monfan Review was now open and ready to be seen. There was the release of the Performance Center, if you remember. So that was the ability to get reports that were more user-friendly and be able to have more use of them. And then they talked about how you could get mileage tracker. So we've had a really good year, in my opinion. I think you know, one of the strongest ones I can remember for a long time in terms of new features and new functionality. And Ash, I want to play a little game with you. Uh, we're going to rank all of those I've just gone through and decide how good they were um, in terms of um, the release this year. So in here is a little chart, and down here are, are the ones we've got. We, we don't need to go through all of them, but let's go through the most important ones here. And we're going to decide if they are game changer, <laughs> yeah. great, meh, poor, or just not yet available. Okay. All right, so the first one, and this one will straight away divide our topic, I can tell you for, for a fact. The first one is the capital <laughs> broadcast. So, Ash, you decide first of all where it's going to go, and then I'll argue. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're saying meh, are you? Yeah. Okay, now, and I understand why, because from your point of view, um, it was about the fact that it kind of came but was half-baked, wasn't it? A little bit, yeah. I, it's it's, um, it's a bit too basic for, for what I would need. Yeah, completely. And I completely understand that. Um, the one thing that I will argue that – because to me, I would have definitely put it up here, but I'm, I'm kind of going to um, go with the middle ground here. And I think for me, the reason it was so good was just the timing of it, the fact that we had it during everything that was going on. So we literally use this all the time when it comes to, well, how's furlough going to affect us? What's going to happen with the um, bounce back loan? You know, those sort of those sort of game changing elements that have happened to us over the last couple of years. So, yeah, for us, we've definitely been um, been using it as a bit of a game changer. So I think, you know, for, for completeness sake, we'll stick it there. Okay. <laughs> right. Now, I don't know anyone's ever used this, but one of the other um, updated features of 2020 was the ability for us now to have um, us reminders on uh, invoices that go out. So we can have automatic reminders set. Now, have did you ever use this? Have you known anyone who's ever used it? <laughs> Uh, the thing, the thing with this, Aaron, is that it came out 
but it yeah. was some sort of drip release because I kept hearing about it. Every time I tried to find it, I thought, I might be in mad here because I cannot find it anywhere. And then literally a month ago, I found it in my files uh, and a couple of others. So I th actually think this is pretty good. So um, I'm yeah. going to go with this. It's a great feature. Um, great feature. Um, now, as a... It's, it's pretty basic because there's, you can set three, you know, three reminders. You can have it to go out, you know, either one day before, seven days after, and then ten days after. But the problem is the text uh, is the same for every single reminder. So you, uh, whatever you set as the basic default text, um, yeah. it will be the same on all three. Uh, so you've got to just get it worded appropriately. But I think it's a pretty good one for people that you know don't always pay immediately because they're giving them a gentle nudge. Um, and you say you don't have to have three reminders. You could set it for one, but, you know, set it to, you know, one, two or three. Yeah. I, I, I like it, you know, as a freebie, I, it's a pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I like it. I, I my problem with this one, and I think it's just my kind of maybe cynicalism on it is just that it's only as good as your bookkeeping is. And even us as accountants, we, are so scared of turning this feature on because what we don't want to do is, you know, the system goes out and, and claims that so-and-so is not paid. It's just because we've not updated the software in the next in the last two days or whatever it's going to be. Do, do you know what I mean? There's that disconnect where unless you're, you know, if, if they pay any other way than the payment systems that are built directly into QuickBooks and you're going to have to have that manual interaction, otherwise you may end up inadvertently chasing something that's not actually outstanding. So yeah, I, I I love the idea of it, but even we've not turned it on to have a play around with yet because we're scared of, of any any comeback on it. But yeah, no, I you know the idea of it for a small business who who are just relying on QuickBooks tools, I think yeah, it's going to be going to be brilliant for them, isn't it? Yeah. So for so for us, every single one of our invoices are paid by card automatically, and if that's not paid. Then, well, we have got our other automation reminders anyway, um, but we've got this one to set to go out sort of 10 days after. So they'll yes. go out from our own software as a reminder, uh, and then 10 days after, QuickBooks will send one as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so for us, that works well. So so for us, it's like 95% of our clients are on go cardless, absolutely fine. The ones who aren't are the ones that would would you know would we talk about maybe a standing order or something like that so they're obviously in financial trouble so it's just yeah it's, i'm just yeah i, I think I, I, we've got to figure our way for, for controls for that to work um next one though receipt capture how are you going to say about the receipt have, have, do you have you used it at all have you oh yeah 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 so um i'm going to put that is it a game changer well i can't want to say it's a game changer um <laughs> Because, lofty. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely great because, again, there's a few things that um, – so the, one of the businesses that I help, um, you know, we've been using uh, you know, other software for data capture for, for years, um, but we're not able to use – to switch that over fully because they use yeah. purchase orders – and there's links, you know, that's there's no purchase order link in that. Um, so it can't be used. Yeah, but, makes sense. But for other things, no, I, you know, it, it's really good. No, I agree. I think, you know, yes, 
Um, I don't think it replaces auto entry or receipt bank or anything like that. I think you're still going to be using those solutions if you're already using them. Um, but as a as an alternative, and also if you don't use any of them, it is yeah, it is completely and utterly brilliant to use. Um, it's not perfect. There's still some things it needs to do, and there's still some things it needs to um, improve on. But yeah, we we as a firm have fully got behind kind of using it as a as an option for us to think actually. Do we need to have auto entry and receipt bank on every single client? Are there other clients that we don't need to? And we're kind of having those conversations now to see what's best for the client. So yeah, I, I absolutely love it. What about the ability to import journal entries? Oh, it's a game changer, Aaron. Game changer. Um, absolutely no arguments there. Is yeah, there? yeah, yeah. It was way overdue. Yeah. So um, I mean, you know, I use it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's brilliant. And, you know, it's for the simpler tasks, isn't it? But it just makes our life so much easier. We've, we've got a um, a template where we can put in our director salaries if, if they're not on recurring entry, something as simple as that. And before, for us to go through putting those 12 entries on would have taken X amount of time. Now it can be done in a couple of seconds just by pressing the upload button. It's done, isn't it? It's just, yeah, yeah it, it's a game changer, like you said. Um, what about the CIS improvements or enhancement, should I say? How, where, where, where are you feeling on them this year? Because we've had a lot, in fairness to them. Um, yeah, I think um, I'll put it with the uh, with the with the you know with the great. It's a, it's a great uh, for me. It's a great you know to be able to um, you know file online. Uh, is a great improvement. I, I think that was the main um, the main thing. And there was a couple of other uh, addition in that, and there wasn't there to be able to bring through some of the payroll information or to yeah, bring the, CIS, yeah. the CIS suffered or go into yeah. the payroll information. But the yeah, I don't think I could call it a game changer. Um, you can't call it a game changer. Uh, no, I don't think I could call the CIS no, a game changer. Uh, no, I like it. <laughs> Not for me. Anyway. Okay, fair play, fair play. And, and to be fair, I, I was, I was kind of stuck between the mayor and the great on this one. And I think you're right. I think it is a great. I think there are enough. I think I'm being overly critical of the teething problems it had. I think that's my issue. I think now it works a treat. And if we re, we kind of look at it as of today in isolation of what happened in the past, I think yeah, it's great. It does what it needs to do, doesn't it? So all good there. What about the iZettle integration? came out of nowhere to be fair because yeah we we know when paypal into or, or took over or bought iZettle that there was hopefully going to be some sort of extra incentive there but yeah the fact that there was a an actual partnership what do you think to that one uh, it's difficult for me for this one Aaron, because i don't really have any clients that i could you know i could really associate say okay you need to use this um and so i wouldn't have had any feedback uh, from them so i might have to leave this one um, sort of more on your shoulders, so I think it's a, I think you know a pretty you know any any app that saves any time is always good, or any addition is always good in my uh, in my mind. But how good? Um, I'm not sure. So how's your experience been with this? Well, uh, for me, it was game changer. The only thing, and and the reason for that is is it's self explanatory, isn't it? It's that idea that you can. Get a client, they can just buy, you know, get an iPad or their phone or whatever it's going to be, buy a really cheap um, piece of equipment, 
30 quid, 20 quid, whatever the price point at the time is. And then they've got an ability to be able to take any card payment in the world, uh, you know, uh, any any place. And as soon as they take that card payment, it's just going to go into your QuickBox. And that's great. And that that is an absolute game changer. The fact it's integrated, it's getting people more kind of, um, they're more aware of it. And it's getting that awareness out there of how useful and how easy it is to do. My only issue I have at the moment is as a QuickBooks-focused firm, we're now pushing a lot of people towards in IZETL because of that tight integration and because that's there and because it's it's so good, the fact that they work. But actually, Square and SumUp and all the others that are there are equally as good and in some circumstances are better for certain clients. It's like everything, there's always going to be particular industries are better suited from particular software. Um, and I think that's the only thing that kind of, it gives me a bit of an issue is because we're exclusively only got really Izetto that's brilliantly integrated. The rest can be integrated, but you kind of have to play around with it and you have to jump through hoops and you have to kind of get things working all this and the other. We're kind of pushing people to Izetto maybe more than we should in some circumstances, um, or at least telling them the benefits of it. And they're going, yeah, let's go with Izetto. Whereas normally we'd be able to kind of have that conversation. So, I'm going to, I'm, yeah, I, I, I was really happy when it came through, but I think that's just that one negative is the fact that there are others out there and we've just, we've just got to be, be aware of that. The next one, Performance Centre. So Performance Centre, I'm not, a, again, I'm not a really good player with this, but this, um, this was, I, I think this is definitely, we've got a lot on the great line. I've, I've always been, I, know, right? I feel guilty <laughs> about sort of saying, um, but I think I'm, I'm going to have to put it on the great because uh, yeah, it's a great feature to have um, if you have the time to, you know, develop it, you know, develop some of the reports. Uh, does it change your life? No, I can't say that that's, that's why that's why it can't go into the game changer for me. Yeah, because it's not life, not life changing. <laughs> I, I get that. The only thing I don't get about this is it's replaced the um, – it wasn't called – it was the overview tab. Can you remember the overview tab that we had for for literally six months? Uh, yes. Oh, crikey. It's actually gone. I'm surprised I hadn't actually known. Yeah, so they, they got rid of that. So – or whatever it's called now. It, was, it wasn't the overview tab. It was the one next to it, wasn't it? It was uh, uh, whatever it was called. And they got rid of it in favour of performance tab. And I'm – I like I love performance and I think it's a good idea in terms of anything to make it so that we can get data to clients that are more benefit and that they can understand is it is definitely up, up on my my um, point. But what I don't get is why we also lost that that other functionality because I I really like that um that that other functionality it was a because what they weren't just doing was comparing it to your own clients. They were looking at others, weren't they? They were trying to kind of bring it in. Business performance, that's what it's called. Um, and the idea of business performance was they were trying to bring it in so that it was comparing against trends and having a look at other people in your industry and stuff like that. And we seem to have lost that, which is a shame. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the only only thing for me that, that yeah, it's a slight, slight negative on it. But I, I, I agree. I think it's definitely a, a great um, what about the change of the bank? So we've had our bank updated. We've got these new functionalities in there, new new terminology. Where does that go for you? Oh, well, I suppose it's a... Uh, well, it's a bit of a middle thing, really. It's not, there's some nice things in there, but 
you know, I, I wouldn't jump up and down and say, you know, you know, hallelujah, I've been waiting for that <laughs> bank. I've been waiting for that bank screen to change for so long that I feel so much better about it. Yeah, it, it's great. So I, I think I'm going to put it middle. Now, be honest, though, is that because of all the work it created for you for updating workbooks and updating videos? <laughs> for, for, for the uh, QuickBooks training um, courses, uh, yeah, I suppose there was a few headaches that it did cause. Suddenly it's dropping down the <laughs> uh, For some people having the new version and some people not for some time. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah there's, some, there's some neat things in there. Don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. where you can search for the transaction. You know, you know, you've got the extra search, the extra filtering options, and the grouping options. You know, they're yeah. really, yeah, they are really good. Um, so it almost straddles that line, if it was possible, between Mare and Great. Somewhere in the <laughs> in that middle. Um, I can't argue with that one. I mean, I absolutely love the grouping feature. I think mean, that's brilliant. That's that's going to save so much time. And I think the new batch, the way of tackling batch is so much better. Like, it's a quality of life improvement, isn't it? We could never have said before that the old way was um, sluggish, but I couldn't go back to the old way of doing it now. So, yeah, I, I do get that, and I get that. So, good improvement. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 now you're saying that, Aaron, you're, you're, you're almost swinging me into the great area. We get the final sound now. Yeah, it is pretty good. I guess it's much. It makes it a lot easier for the new user. Yeah. Um, so if you've been using oh, it, for, isn't it, yeah, for when you've been using it for a few years, you just get used to it. You get in the flow, don't you? You say, "Okay, I'm going to tick all these boxes and bosh where you go." Um, uh, yeah, if you're only just starting to use it, you know, then you you know it takes you a bit longer. But now through that makes it quicker. So let's yeah. have an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Couple, last for you then. So um, this one here is tagging. Where does tagging sit for you? So tagging for me is not something I'd, I, I would normally use a lot. Uh, but uh, and when it was first sort of introduced to us, if you remember, uh, Aaron, it was sort of a bit undersold, wasn't it? Because we, yeah. you know, the, the, way that it was ex- the way that it was explained to begin with for people that uh, maybe don't know how to do their bookkeeping. And I'm thinking, what's the point of using this tag? I thought that's what QuickBooks is for, to do the bookkeeping, not to create another yeah. bookkeeping code. But as you had mentioned earlier, when you went through the, you know, the, the different sort of scenarios of using these tags, where just to sort of say, okay, I'll create a little tag code for, you know, review or whatever it is, and to be able yeah. to pop those transactions into a little bucket that says, yeah, can you take a look at these? Um, yeah, it's a really good idea. So, um, yeah, again, I think it's going to, for me, it might have to go on the great. Um, I, I don't, I mean, you know, if, um, if I was in practice, uh, it might even go to the game changer. Are you thinking game changer, Aaron, for you? I, I am myself, but I'm yeah. waiting for you. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think I might allow you to put it in the game change line because if I you know I, d- I don't really have any clients now I think I've, I've just got one yeah. big sort of one main business that I I help in addition to my own um, but if I had to ask lots of clients to review some of their transactions uh, and I were able to use tags and then automate them with different reports and send them out there. I think that would be a game changer on the amount of time I'd have to set spend on it. So, yeah, I think tags could be a game changer. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to upgrade it on that one. I know I know we're looking quite biased here in terms of the features that have come through and everything else, but yeah, this this is uh, this has been one of those where, like 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 you've just said, we we were originally sold it, and I think everyone went, eh, what why? But yeah, now we've started to dig deep into it. Now we've looked at it, and now we've kind of got to used to it. We can't use QuickBooks without it now. Like it is just that simple way of just going right. When we go into review anything now, the first thing we do is we go to that 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 tag section and we just see, you know, how's the client put anything that they're unsure of, that sort of thing. And that is so important when you when you're working with clients to to have that kind of that ability to be able to um, find stuff. So yeah, as a discoverability tool, it's amazing. Um, income tax coming into QuickBooks Online. So uh, in its do you mean in its current state? Yeah. Yeah. So in its current state, um, I might have to uh, downgrade it to a. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's poor. I think it might be a bit of a meh, because only really because of you. Um, it's purely almost like self-employed tax, isn't it? So you can't put any additional income on there. Uh, you can't put your dividends on there. So you're you're not going to be able to calculate. For a lot of businesses I, that uh, I used to help anyway, um, you know, I would not be able to calculate true uh, income tax on that tool. I'd have to use something else um, yeah. because of the dividends, because of the POYE um, element on there as well. So that's why it, that's why it has for me would have to fall in there. I don't know how you're, how you're feeling on that. Aaron. Yeah, so, so in in practice or in principle, it should be a game changer. It really should. Um, and I know there's a lot of people out there, accountants, that are sceptical of it because they kind of see it as a bit of a tread on their toes sort of ideas and all that sort of sort of politics we could go into. But for me, I love the idea of giving clients the ability to be able to see what their tax return can do. And I don't know if you've ever used the software, but there's that free agent, the, um, the one that West acquired, and that's what they're doing really well is they've got that ability to tell you, tell people what their tax position should be. Now, it's all going to be based on how good the data is in, and that's always going to be an argument. There's always going to be that kind of element of, well, if they've not got the data in right, it's, not, it's no use. But for clients who have got the data in right and they have got everything in the right place, then having that ability to see what their, their tax position is at any point, I really, really, really like the idea of. But, yeah, I've got to agree. It's a shame if it came out just at least feature parity to what was on QuickBooks Self-Employed, definitely a great, possibly a game changer at that point. Yeah. But yeah, so many times we've had to just turn around and and say we can't use it. Um, um, you know, we, we do use it for, for, for the clients who need it and we will keep an eye on it and everything else. But there's just other clients where we've tried to work around. It's just not worked. Um, so, yeah, it's a shame. But, yeah, it's room for improvement and yeah, we'll hopefully see it get improved over time. And the final one, month end review. Where do you see that one sitting? Oh, well, I, I think it's got to be a game changer, mate. Um, because, again, um, it's not something I need to use um, a lot myself, um, apart from the sort of the one business that I help, and I, I haven't had a chance to sort of set it all up properly. But, yeah. um, you know, that ability to sort of tweak the reports, to choose what things you're going to edit, to choose what you're going to rec you know, reconcile and have those reminders. Um, yeah, there are some extra things that probably are needed in there. 
but even as its current state, um, it's pretty good. It is really good. So, um, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. It's, it's brilliant, isn't it? And I think it just there's just room for improvement there. But you know, as a starting point, it's changed the game. It has given us that ability to go in and just look at the data. And when we're so reliant now on the cash flow forecast and the self-employed part of it and all that sort of stuff we're talking about, then we need to be confident on the data as well. So yeah, it's going to be one of those things where hopefully it's just continued to improve, make it even better. And I, I still feel the arguments there that there's an opportunity for you to be able to pass it to the client to do at some point as well. Because one thing I really like is that almost checklist of do this journal, do that journal, do this journal. So we spoke about it, those new Brexit um, adjustments that need to come through. So the fact you're going to have to do that PVA adjustment each and every month, having that as a part of a checklist on the month-end review for your client to do could actually be really useful to them. So they'd be able to go through, tick the box to say it's done, click a link, it takes them to the place, to the journal they need to complete. I think that's going to be something that might be quite useful. So, yeah, future's bright, I think, on that one. And I think that's, uh, I think, yeah, I think we'll leave it as game changer. So with that, then, I think we'll probably say that's, not a bad year, really, would you say? I mean, 2020. Yeah, I've got to be honest. I mean, it's probably the most amount of updates I've seen come through into QuickBooks since I've been involved with doing the training. You know, when you thought, if you think, which I think since I started training was that 2014. Um, you know, there was, you know, there was things that would come through, but not in as not as many and not with so much sort of impact that I think most of the changes before were just sort of maybe just changes in the way a screen looked, but not so much as the the whole, you know, functionality. Yeah, yeah, agreed, yeah. No, I get, I get that, I get that. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, everything else in 2020 is unremarkable and we don't really want to care about, but actually the QuickBook side of things not been too bad, has it? So hopefully it continues. And it'll be interesting to kind of compare this to next year as well is can they keep that sort of momentum it doesn't you know that's that's a lot to ask isn't it for those sort of features to come in that are that impactful it's kind of what you, you kind of struggle to think what else can they bring in that's gonna or, or, or that sort of pace going forward so it'd be interesting to see won't it absolutely i think there was a question from charlie i just spotted about i think oh, it was yeah. our, our very first um game changer it was the journal entries wasn't it Yes, it journal was, entries. So importing journal entries and importing sales uh, uh, sales invoices, sales receipts, and bills, isn't it, that they've brought in? Yeah, but the journal entries, yeah, it's really handy. Really handy. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got time for my very uh, quick tip of the week. Go for it. Right. Let me uh, bring in my uh, sample company and share. Or can we save tip of the week and you? Do your net, uh, net tracker announcement? No, nah, we can do that another day. Uh, we'll wait until sure. we'll wait until that's been released. Uh, the updates right. have been released and they're working just in case anything does goes wrong <laughs> over the weekend. Um, so let me <laughs> let me share my screen. Uh, share screen. Uh, choose the right one. Yeah, bring that on there. All right, okie dokie. Um, so, little tip here: if you're, um, if I'm actually looking at my ex, uh, customers, so uh, earlier on, I switched on 
um, billable expenses. And I thought I'd created actually a, a billable expense. So let me just double check that it's not disappeared. Uh, it could be the age of it. So I've got some uh, expenses in here. Um, 17th of December. Yep. So they're not showing actually on this report because it's uh, 365, isn't it? Yeah, over 365 days. So if I run an, an unbilled report, so in fact, let me just go to reports. And I run a unbilled, unbilled charges report. What I should see, so I've got a, a few unbilled expenses. Now, what can happen is that if you have chosen that feature, track expenses, make them billable, and then some people don't actually use it when they actually create the invoice. They end up thinking, well, no, I've done the estimate, which already includes that. I don't want to add it on top. And then they get left with loads of these unbilled charges that just rack, start racking up. So often they need to switch that feature off if they don't want to use it. Um, but this could also happen if you've done an import from QuickBooks Desktop into QuickBooks Online. You can end up with all of these, you know, again, unbilled charges, and you can actually just get you can get rid of them pretty quickly. So if I'm in my, so I could just be on my dashboard, um, and just take a note of the address. So when you're in QuickBooks, it's got .com forward slash app, and then the last bit when you're in the dashboard says homepage. Um, I'm going to change the last part of that address to manage billable expense. So all three words, all in one, manage billable expense. Hit return. And then QuickBooks will tell me hopefully, if I've spelled everything correctly, uh, do I want to tidy up my unbilled expenses? So it's just gone a little bit slow here. And it's waiting for it to kick in. There we go. It's time to clean up my unbilled expenses. So what I want to do is choose a date that I want to clean them up to. So I'm actually cleaning them up. I don't want anything there. So I'm going to clean the whole lot up to today's date. Uh, and then I'll save that. So any transaction that I've marked as billable will now literally like having the tick box removed from billable. So if, if I look at one of those last transactions, in fact, I should find if I open it up that the tick box is just taken out. It's just like taking the tick out automatically. I think, yeah, one of those two expenses. So if I open them up, they still remain in place you know, against the customer, but the billable tick boxes have been removed. So if you've got a thousand of those, then you can basically take the tick out a thousand times very quickly. So that's my major tip of the week. That's uh, huge. Uh, uh, coming on a 60 second uh, video soon, because <laughs> I can actually do that in 60 seconds pretty much. That's brilliant. And and do you know why it's hidden behind the URL then? So there's I no... have no idea, Aaron, why it's hidden behind the URL and it doesn't appear uh, somewhere else. It's, all, it's like a hidden button. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like an Easter egg that you've been walking around trying to find. Um, and I only happened to come across this uh, 
because I helped some US trainers 18 months ago and we were yeah. sort of building uh, the advanced course for global and they mentioned this tip. And I thought, wow, if only I'd known that six months ago because <laughs> I really, I really <laughs> needed it then. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a, a great one for doing a bit of tidying up. Oh, I love I love that. I think that's absolutely brilliant um, tip there. I never never even knew that feature was there. So absolutely brilliant. And it, it's going to be so um, – I can think back now to all the times I've had to go through one tick in each one of those. So Because yeah. you don't want to delete them, do you? Because most of the time it's it's going to relate to all the forms of – um, of, of reports and stuff. So if you do your P&L and you look at how much you made per customer and that sort of stuff, then yeah, sometimes you're forced to go through actually unticking them. So that's great, great bit of yeah, advice. Yeah, the only way I managed to fix it once before was literally uh, creating an invoice to bill them all off and yeah. create a credit note to just just basically bring the customer balance back down to zero. Wow, yeah, that's a quicker way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you've got another way. Yeah, but I suppose then you've got the VAT transactions in there that never really, and I suppose unless you put no VAT on them, but yeah, yeah you've got no VAT on the, on the invoice. Yeah. But then that's another way of just uh, of sorting that out. Because you might find, which I did find once before actually, when after I discovered that uh, little tip, is that I did uh, convert someone from desktop and they have thousands and thousands of those. Um, mm. And it literally mm. fell over uh, when I tried to do it. Because there was even, with the, even with the special secret button, even with the special secret button, uh, yeah. QuickBooks didn't want to play on that particular day. It was like, you know, sad face or something yeah. similar. Um, uh, the, the, the wheel went round and then it sort of went round very slowly and stopped. <laughs> I think. Um, so that's that's from my memory, but anyway. Uh, it works usually, but if you have stacks, then you might have to do some other little things to clear them out. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, I think with that, that is it for 2020 for QuickBooks Labs, is it not? Um, Ash, when, when's our next one due? So our next one, Aaron, uh, we can have a little break uh, over Christmas. And our next one is going to be on the 12th of January. At uh, same time, I know we keep saying it, and um, we... Uh, we'll probably send out a survey at some point to see, you know, is this the best time of day for people? Um, you know, is it the best day of the week? Um, it's a tricky one. You know, in these times, everyone's at home. Um, so it doesn't always really matter what day. Uh, one day seems to roll into another these days. I don't know what day of the week is. <laughs> Uh, exactly right. Exactly right. Brilliant. All right. So with that, then, it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. And I have a Merry Christmas, Aaron, and everyone else as well. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, if you've got any questions or anything, don't forget the Facebook group. Have a look on there. Put your little questions in there, and we'll answer them on the next show. So with that, then, goodbye, and we will see you in the new year. <laughs>